Please always consult with your physicians prior to making any changes to your treatment plan. Music is courtesy of Ryan Hamner. Welcome to Living with Scanxiety, the cancer podcast, a podcast geared to help you navigate the pediatric cancer world. As a mother of a child who battled a soft tissue sarcoma for over a year, your host, Rosaria Kozar, understands and will help guide you through your journey. She brings the knowledge of experts, families, survivors, and other organizations tied to the pediatric cancer world to your doorstep. Her mission is to inform, support, and promote hope for you and your family. This is where hope lives. This is where hope thrives. Together as one. And I created this role model for kids uh, that are going through uh, challenges in their life. Um, You know, they feel that they're different. Um, I want them to believe in themselves. Hi, this is Rosaria, and I have a very interesting guest for you today, not just because we share something in common, um, which is our name, Rosaria. I also wanted to share with you that she has two particular books or characters within books that represent heroes or the main characters that support children with childhood cancer. So welcome to the show, Rosaria. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. I'm so happy that you could come on. And you're from Jackson, New Jersey, but originally from Brooklyn. So how... When did you start writing and um, how did this come to be? Like, what inspired you? Well, um, I am a breast cancer survivor. Oh, wow. So when I went through uh, the breast cancer and chemo, I lost my hair. And um, I hated wigs. I hated hats. Um, what made me survive was my lipstick on my face. And I went out that way. And I found uh, that people were staring and I couldn't understand why they would stare. You know, instead of patting me on my back and saying, you know, you go, girl, you do it. It was like they were talking behind my back. So I went through cancer and, uh, you know, I, I did a lot for my sisters at the time. Uh, I wasn't feeling that great, but I would always uh, make dolls and give them out and jewelry and uh, T-shirts just to help them feel beautiful Uh, because being bald didn't make me different. I was still the same person. And um, then in 2017, one day I sat down and I wrote 10 lines on a piece of paper and I told my husband I wrote a book. (laughs) 10 sentences. So he read it and he says, I think you need more than this. But then I showed my daughter, Helen, and she started crying. The book was about a bald princess. And um, it's, she learns to believe in herself. She would look in mirrors and she didn't like what she saw. Um, My little girl is not a sick little girl. The reason why she has no hair is because she has a huge imagination. I didn't want to give her a a, a sickness. I didn't want her to feel, uh, you know, that she had something that she had a battle. Just being herself is what I wanted to portray. I wanted to show anybody that was bald that they can do anything 
that they put their mind to it. So uh, at the end of the book, she learns to believe in herself. The first adventure she had to go through was conquering the mirrors in the great hall that led to the library, which she loved. She wanted to go and see because she loved reading books and playing pretend. So I started with those 10 sentences and my first book, Who Are You?, came about. And uh, I illustrated the book, too, because I know exactly what I, I wanted. I do watercolors. I paint. Uh, I love painting. I've been creative all my life. Um, so I knew what I wanted her to look like. And I created this role model for kids uh, that are going through uh, challenges in their life. Um, you know, they feel that they're different. Um, I want them to believe in themselves. Uh, I have six kids of my own. Oh, so wow. I went through a lot of a lot of uh, ups and downs with them. I was a very positive mom, um, you know, so in my books, I give them, um, every book has a lesson. Uh, I just didn't want them to be, I didn't want to dwell on chemo or cancer or alopecia. I wanted the kids to read my book and see themselves and see that that character was doing normal things and they were able to do this. and. That's the reason why I started my series. Oh, wow. So it gives the children kind of a sense of normalcy despite all the sickness that they're facing and keeps a kid a kid. That's exactly what I want them to be. They have to be kids. Look, kids go through a lot of challenges in life. And and, and, and I know cancer is devastating. Uh, when I got it, uh, you know, it's like kissing death. You realize life is precious. Things around you are precious. Uh you know, you don't take things for granted. Uh, it, it makes you realize how important it is to be around other people, but not on the negative side. You have to be positive. Things happen in life, unfortunately. And that's, uh, that's how I believe, you know. I, I just want the children to feel like they're normal. They are normal just because they have no hair. It doesn't matter just because they're sick, it doesn't matter. I mean, they are normal for who they are. They're normal. I mean, it's like, you know, everybody looks at the pretty princess, the long hair, the the beautiful makeup, and oh, I want to be like that. You know, during high school, all my life, I wanted to be like the cheerleader. And I had a miserable high school life. <laughs> and they used to call me Sour Pussy Annie. But I realized you know, they're not any better than me. Um, I didn't go to college. That doesn't make me any less than someone who did. I have a big heart and, and my, my dream in life now, I've always done, I give, I'll never be rich. That's for sure. Because everything I create and everything I do, I give, I give with my heart, with love. Uh, everything I do is touched by love. So that's how I started. And so you chose to do children because you have six children? For they, that's why you did pediatric cancer? or You know, I chose to do children because, um, and I want the kids to realize, they are beautiful in the way they are. 
And you definitely get that across in your books for sure. And I'm only familiar with three of them. So uh, to have the characters, Leo and Lucas, and one of them is Ella, the enchanted princess. So right. you're telling me you have more books than that. Am I understanding I have, that correctly? I started with Ella. And after I wrote Ella, Who Are You? I felt bad. I says, I got to write one for a little boy. And that's where I started uh, thinking of Leo. And uh, I came up with the story, The Magic Sword. And Leo, he is, he was born bald. He's a clumsy looking boy. He has big hands and big feet. He loves animals and he loves doing things for his parents. Uh, very uh, obedient child, although you know, I like that uh, aspect of it for sure. And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he um, happens, and he has has this strength that he thinks is normal. Um, and his father knows he's a very special child, so they kept him away from everyone because they didn't want him to be um, made fun of. So they were lived up high in the mountains. Then one day he found uh, he heard like crying. Uh, and he found Lucas. He was stuck under a huge boulder. He went over to the boulder. He lifted the boulder. And there was Lucas, the flying horse. But um, Pegasus is usually white. But this little guy is black. And he has green hair. He has the face of a donkey. And he has long ears and short stubby legs. So they met each other. And um, they became the best of friends both very different, uh, not the norm, but together they become um, a team. Um, and he finds that he has the power and the magic sword that turns him into a warrior. And they the say- The rest is a mystery. We have to leave yeah, it a mystery for yeah. the readers. Okay. <laughs> so he, uh, you know- he, he's my little boy and my little girl. Those are my two babies. I love them both. And um, I find it harder writing boy stories. It, it, it takes a lot out of me. But um, my second one, The Evil Eye, is based on my two grandsons, um, Michael and Gabriel. Uh, they're the ones that inspired me. Two very different children. Gabriel, very different and they get along famously. They are uh, cousins. And the bond that they have is unbelievable. So I took their character and I put it into Michael the Wicked Wizard and Gabriel, um, he's the one-eyed giant. And I created a story using them and Leo is the one that helps these two become better people or better characters. So uh, my grandkids are a big, big role model for me, um, you know, because I see them growing up and I live what they do. So I, I put them into my books. And then Ella, I have The Ugly Christmas Tree, which is about bullying. We have uh, The Mystery of the Stolen Light, which is about um, overcoming the fear of darkness. Then I have The Secret of the Purple Gem, which is just a nice magical story but in the end there's a surprise which is nice for the kids and then I I just wrote um a princess Ella's royal tea party just so that the little girls can have a tea party with their their 
stuffed animals and it's a story that can be read. It's just a magical story. So, and I'm writing, I have about three more, but. Uh, <laughs> That's great. And you're yeah. right. They are magical stories and they make these kids feel like heroes. So um, bravo. That's great. I'm so happy you did that. Kids, they love it. So it, it makes it all worthwhile. And what I do with my kids, I want to do with like all the kids in the world, you know. Well, unfortunately, we have to start wrapping up for the sake of time. But you can find all of Rosaria's links. And that's not me. That's her on www.livingwithscanxiety.org backslash show notes. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me here today. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a real pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to Living with Scanxiety. Please subscribe to hear more informative discussions like today's. Music is courtesy of Ryan Hamner. <laughs>